the sun is shining and all of my favorite plant friends are popping up right now. Speaking of plants, what are you growing this year? Do you know? Do you know what kind of medicine will be in your garden? Or are you still trying to figure it out? Totally okay if you're still trying to figure it out. We're all growing and learning on this journey, right? But if you want some help, I do have a family medicine garden guides. It's basically 10 essential herbs that I feel like every mom needs to know and grow in their yard. I give you some growing tips and ways that you can use it as medicine, and it's totally free. So if you want that, I'm going to pop a link in the show notes here for you to grab it and give Get your hands digging in the dirt and growing incredible medicine for you and your family. School is out and summer fun is in. And if your family is at all like mine, that means lots of time outside. Whether you're hiking or camping, swimming at the lake, floating down the river, heading to a barbecue or a picnic, or just playing in the backyard. You know, all of the summer fun things. And with summer fun things often comes a myriad of not-so-fun summer things. You know, like bug bites or bee stings, sunburns, grill burns, and let's not forget all of the random sprains and strains that we may deal with, right? So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you my top must-have herbs for summer fun and first aid. Hello and welcome to The Herbalist Path a podcast where you'll discover how to make your own herbal remedies at home so that you can take better care of yourself, better care of your family, and better care of our planet. I'm Mel. I'm a clinical herbalist, environmental educator, and mountain living mama with this crazy passion for teaching more mamas and their little loves how to use plants as medicine in a safe, effective, and tasty way so that there can be an herbalist in every home again. It's an absolute honor to have you on the journey down the herbalist path with me so that together we can make herbalism. Hashtag spread like wildflowers. Okay, so I admit that this is one of my absolute favorite subjects to talk about, Mostly because all of the summer fun things are everything I live for. I mean, the whole reason I got started in herbalism is because I was a backpacking guide and a wilderness therapist well over 20 years ago, and I got so chapped at all of the harsh toxic chemicals and like crap that my clients were putting on their bodies, and even worse yet, they were polluting our planet with all of it. I mean, it really upset me. They were paying me hundreds of dollars to take them to my most beautiful, sacred, and amazing spaces, yet they didn't care enough not only about their own bodies, but how they were treating our planet. Anyways, it was during those years that I started wondering what the plants were that were growing all around me and how I could use them to survive better out in the wilderness. And you want to know what? It turns out that so many of them are phenomenal for first aid. Who would have thought, right? And to this day, 
I still spend tons of time hiking and adventuring, rafting with the family, and really all of the super fun outdoorsy things you would think of if you knew someone lived in a mountain community like I do. I mean, it's really the life I live for. And now that I get to share that kind of activity with my daughter, it's amazing. And it's something that I've always wanted to preserve for many, many, many future generations. And sadly, these days, it looks like it may not happen. But that doesn't mean we don't keep doing things to make it better, right? So like this, we're going to start by learning about the plants that you can easily access or grow in your garden that can help you more often than not, much more so than the junk you buy in the store to stock your first aid kit with. And inevitably, summertime rolls around, and there's one thing that my mom friends always start to ask me about during this time of year. Well, it's actually more like 5, 10, or maybe even 20 things. But it never fails that during summertime, some accident happens when everyone is out on their summertime adventures, and they're wondering how they can help themselves naturally, right? So... One of my go-to herbs for anything involving major cuts or scrapes or basically blood escaping from the body in some sort of way is yarrow. And it's this beautiful plant. It happens to grow in quite great abundance around where I live, um, which is in the Mount Hood area. And it's really, really easy for you to grow in your garden, too. So yarrow is the common name, and its Latin name is Achillea millifolium. And it's said that Achilles was dipped in a bath of yarrow tea by his heel, and this is what made him so invincible. So Achilles turned around and then used the yarrow to help heal the wounded soldiers. And it's believed that that's where the genus name of this plant of Achillea came from, was from Achilles. And the species name is millifolium, which speaks to its leaves, meaning a thousand leaves, which if you were to see their leaves right now, they kind of resemble like a feather. If you look closely, you can tell. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, be sure to check out my YouTube video and I'll have some images of the leaves in greater detail for you because it, it looks like a thousand leaves on one leaf. It's really, really cool and really makes yarrow easy to identify. So anyways, yarrow is a fantastic styptic herb, which simply simply means that it can stop bleeding. I've used it while camping, when my friend sliced his thumb open while he was cutting vegetables for our dinner. And fortunately, being the total plant geek that I am, I had already scouted our whole campground for plant friends that I knew, and I saw that the yarrow was all over the place. And not only will yarrow help to stop bleeding, it's also what's called a vulnerary herb, which means it's a wound healer. So it's got these excellent antibacterial properties to it as well. So not only is it going to help keep bacterial infections out of any kind of wound or injury, it's going to speed the healing process of that wound, that cut, whatever it may be which is pretty sweet if you ask me for a plant that just might be growing on the trail you're walking down 
or again, that you can easily grow for yourself. So let's go back to the trail and finding that yarrow on the trail. Please, please be mindful of knowing 100% without a doubt that it is yarrow you're looking at when you're in need. There are some lookalikes that could be mistaken for yarrow. Some have thought Queen Anne's lace was yarrow. Or worse yet, you could be getting poison hemlock, which, as its name sounds, is poisonous and can lead to death. So just I need to iterate the importance of knowing your plants. So whether you go out there and you get a plant ID book for your area or you take some walks with a local herbalist, really just understand and know that it's so important for you to get proper identification of your medicinal plants. And of course, if you are out harvesting for the year, please, 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 triple, quadruple, please only harvest where there's an abundance of that plant. And don't take more than a quarter, I should actually say a tenth of the stand, and just make sure that there's plenty left for regeneration for our future. Or another great thing that you could do is bring along some new plant seeds of the plant you're going out to harvest and spread them as an offering to the land and to help ensure that that plant is going to come back for future generations. And of course, if you're growing your own, then there's no doubt in the sustainability of it all. And that's stellar. And I thank you and keep growing your own medicine. Okay, I went on a bit of a rant there, but a really, really important rant. We need these plants for all of us. And with the greed that is seen in our society, it's really important to think of these things when it comes to wildcrafting and to using various plants as medicine. Okay. I know I said the rant was over, but yeah, it's pretty much what my whole life's mission is and the entire reason I have this podcast and the entire reason I love teaching people about plant medicine. So yes, that plant medicine stuff. Let's move on to the next absolute must-have herb on our list of summer fun and first aid. This one I love for so many reasons too. Do I say that about every herb I talk about? Yeah, I might, but I also mean it. There's just so much to love. And this next one is an absolute go-to for me when it comes to anybody getting banged up, bruised, sprains, or strains, or even broken bones. Can you guess what it is? Okay, time's up. It's comfrey, and it's super easy to grow in your garden. If not incredible to grow for your garden and use it as a compost or soil enrichment. Comfrey is another stellar vulnerary vulnerary herb, sometimes a hard word to say, vulnerary. (laughs) And then my, uh, you know, spell check always wants to make it vulnerable, which I guess kind of makes sense. But anyways, it's a wound healer, right? It's really rich in this constituent called allantoin. And this allantoin stuff helps to promote healthy skin cell regeneration. So yes, I use it in my facial oils. And I also recently used it with yarrow when my partner cut himself while using the paper cutter in our shop. It was like squirting blood all over and had a pretty deep cut. Luckily for him, I'm an herbalist and we were working inside of our own herbal apothecary. So as you might guess, I had both dried comfrey and yarrow readily available for them. 
and I made a little tea bag out of them and I poured some hot water on it to kind of activate the plant medicine and I made him hold it in place on the wound and of course he held his hand up above his head and the bleeding stopped in just a very few short minutes. And we continued with this kind of treatment and his deep cut healed so quickly and did not require the trip to the ER that I think most people would have taken. And we were certainly discussing, um, anyways, that's pretty cool. (laughs) And now today he's got a fully functioning thumb and thumb joint. There's just a tiny mild little scar there and he's still blown away by what the plants did for him. And I just love seeing that happen. You know what I mean? And comfrey. It's also a bit of what's called a hemostatic. So that means it's going to help your blood clot faster, which is going to be really helpful if you're bleeding too much, just as Chris was in the old paper cutter thumb debacle. And when you pair it with yarrow, it's like a super powerful plant combo with that like particular situation, right? Okay. So another reason I find Comfrey to be absolutely amazing as a healer is that when it comes to the speeding of healing of bruises and sprains and strains, it's phenomenal. In fact, I have helped so many friends who have sprained their ankles and it prevented them from working. They'd go to the doc and doc would say, okay, six weeks off the ankle, no working for you. And I'd say, oh, come see me. Try this Comfrey oil. And yes, sometimes I'd add in something like Arnica or Cayenne too, but I'm really going to credit the Comfrey here. And wouldn't you know it, once they did that, they'd come back to me in absolute amazement in about two weeks, saying how much better they are. Their doctor's mind is blown, like, what did you do? And yeah, it's so much fun to use plant medicine in that way for other people and to just kind of rock their worlds and blow their minds. Yeah, comfrey, sprains and strains, bruises, all those kinds of things. And another thing to know about comfrey, um, it's commonly known as knit bone or bone set as well. And as those names might suggest, it is phenomenal when it comes to healing broken bones too. A word of caution though While it is really good for this particular use, it can be a bit too good, meaning that you'll probably want to wait until you've been to the ER or the doctor so that they can set the bone in its proper place, or you may see that bone healing in the wrong places. And we don't want that. But that is a testament to how powerful Comfrey is when it comes to this. And then let's just step back to that Allentoin stuff I talked about a little bit ago. And it's inside of comfrey, which is also an anti-inflammatory plant. It's emollient and it's mucilaginous. And, and these properties all together would make someone like me without a doubt want to use this plant when it comes to a burn. I mean, if you think about a burn, it's inflammation at its finest. There is no denying hot, hot, hot heat in a burn, right? And the anti-inflammatory properties 
mean that it's cooling that whole situation. It's emollient, so it's going to moisten it a bit. And then there's the skin cell regenerating properties that the allantoin kicks up um, that are just really, really going to help out. Truth is, there are so many great reasons and ways to use comfrey as medicine. I couldn't possibly talk about them all in this quick episode. And well, I'm trying to keep it to the summer fun and first aid kind of things. But that's the truth with so many herbs and plants. They're useful for far beyond what they're mostly spoken about in social media and in all the memes. These plants are so powerful in so many ways. And before I quit my chat on comfrey, I really do need to state that there is some safety precautions about comfrey. And while many people have used comfrey internally throughout the ages, it's also known that it has pyrazoline alkaloids, and they are known to be hepatotoxic or very damaging to your liver. So unless you're working with a skilled herbalist or some other healthcare practitioner, I highly suggest you avoid taking comfrey internally. Okay, we've got comfrey and yarrow out of the way. And now, are you ready? Because this is an herb I talk about a lot. It very well could be my favorite herb ever. And if it's not, it's absolutely in my top three, no doubt. And I love it because it's abundant as all get out, like so abundant that many people cannot get rid of it. It's darn near everywhere and highly likely growing right next to you, right when you need it. These plants are amazing in that way. And this plant has so many medicinal uses, I can't stop talking about it. But today, we're going to keep it in the name of first aid. So if you listen to my podcast much, you may already know what plant or weed I'm talking about. I love it that much that I can't resist talking about it for so many uses. It's plantain. And again, not the banana plantain, but the herb, Plantago Major. If you don't know what it looks like, look it up or check out my YouTube channel, I know plantain is growing somewhere near you. And what's phenomenal about plantain is it's got this amazing ability to draw out infection. So if you've got some kind of infection on the skin, you can apply plantain and it will help get rid of that infection, especially if you pair it with something like echinacea or another antimicrobial plant that's specific for the skin. It also helps to draw out the venom and sting from various bug bites, bee stings, wasp stings, and yes, I've even known people to use it out in the wild when their dog was bitten by a snake. And yes, I'd do that for a human too if they were bitten by a snake. I've used plantain to remove splinters from rough and tough carpenter's hands. And this particular carpenter didn't seem so tough when he was crying to me about his splinter. And he doubted me when I grabbed a cotton ball and my jar of plantain tincture and told him to hold the tincture-soaked cotton ball over his splinter. Then, ten minutes later, he removed it and out came the splinter. Whammo! Like magic. Plant magic, that is. 
And my daughter has known this plant since she was so little. In fact, I think every kid needs to be able to use and identify this plant. When Anira was three, we were playing at the park with some friends and someone fell and got an ouchie. My sweet little girl, the innate healer that she is, she turned to find some plantain growing nearby and went and picked the leaf and brought it to her little friend. Of course, that friend and the parents had no idea what she was doing, but at that moment, I knew I had done something incredibly right about being a mama. Plantain is amazing for cuts and scrapes and bruises and bee stings and really all kinds of itchy skin things. And yes, I'd absolutely use it for those stubborn burns, whether manning or womaning the grill or playing around the fire. And yes, of course, for a sunburn too. I love to use it infused in some yummy oil like apricot or almond oil with some calendula and comfrey and some aloe. It's absolute magic that your skin will like literally drink up and thank you for. <laughs> I swear my skin of like developed its own vocabulary to say thank you and its own mouth. It's pretty amazing. Anyways, you can also use plantain for nasty stuff like poison oak or poison ivy. You can use it for rashes, including things like diaper rash and dermatitis. It is truly, truly amazing. And again, it's so easy to find. It's hard to not find a sustainable source. So you can feel really, really good about using plantain. So next time someone gets a bug bite or a bee sting near you, I highly encourage you to go find some plantain. Either chew it up. Don't worry, it's not poisonous. And it actually has a lot of internal uses as medicine too. Or you can also just mash it up with a rock if you don't feel safe and just apply it to the affected area as what's called a poultice. Again, plantain, like most herbs I talk about, is powerful as medicine in so many ways. These plants are here for us to use, and we must choose to use them in safe, wise, and regenerative ways. I encourage you to stock your shelves and your gardens with plenty of plantain, yards of yarrow, and tons of comfrey. Get out there and make your own medicine. If you found this episode to be helpful, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a review and please share it with your friends. Let's make this knowledge spread like wildflowers. Sending you love and wishes of a summer filled with tons of outdoor fun in the summer. take a quick pause to show some love and gratitude to our sponsors of the Herbalist Path podcast who make this show possible for me and possible for you too. So here it goes. Medicinal mushrooms are all the rage these days, if you didn't know already. And with great reason, because they are powerful medicine that can improve your health and your life in so many different ways when they're well-made. 
Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of stuff on the market that isn't going to be so effective. And that's why you need to find a brand that you can actually trust. For me, that brand is Whole Sun Wellness. And this is the creation of a brilliant woman and fellow mama, Jamie Bonfiglio. She's an international mushroom educator that has been working in the medicinal mushroom industry for years. And this is when she saw firsthand how many other companies take shortcuts when it comes to their products. And Jamie wasn't having it. She set out to build her company the right way. Whole Sun Wellness is here to raise the industry standards so those crap mushrooms on the market aren't getting into your body or your family's body. Whole Sun Wellness is the first company to test and report nutritional facts for all of their extracts. They go beyond industry standards every step of the way, from sourcing to extraction and final testing. And as the owners of the largest medicinal mushroom farm in the United States, Whole Sun Wellness is taking control of their supply chain for the highest quality and absolute full transparency. They're even the first company to include pure mycelium extract in every single product. So when you're thinking of getting medicinal mushrooms for you and your family, Whole Sun Wellness is exactly the ones you want. Also, be sure to check out their new Mycolites. These are the world's first dissolvable electrolyte tablets. They're featuring functional mushroom extracts that'll give you more energy, more stamina, and recovery as well. And who couldn't use all of that? The other thing is, they are these adorable little mushroom-shaped tablets, and they come in like a little Altoids box, but way cooler than Altoids because they're mycolites. Anyways, head to wholesunwellness.com to grab yourself some mycolites and all of the other functional medicinal mushrooms that you and your family need. And of course, you can grab that link right here in the show notes now. 